Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. And welcome back to WSHIT's very special presentation of Dinner with Uncle Jerry. Each week, our station manager's great Uncle Jerry answers your questions from the Crabapple audience. Questions about life, love, and the pursuit of happiness. Let's go to our first caller, Brenda, from East Crabapple. Brenda, go ahead for Uncle Jerry. Hi, Uncle Jerry. First time, long time. So excited to speak with you. My husband, Dick, has been cheating on me repeatedly with the next-door neighbor's babysitter. I don't know what to do. I just can't seem to forgive him. Can you please help me out with this situation? Stop talking about the cheating. He cheated on you. Well, he's a man. Okay. Okay. So what you do is begin to focus on why you married him in the first place. Because I was pregnant. On what he does good. Does he provide a home for you to live in? We're living in a car. Does he provide food for you to eat? If you consider hamburger helper and string cheese food, yes, I guess so. Does he provide clothes for you to wear? Not since 82. Uh, is he nice to the children? Nope. Do you have a happy family? Not particularly. Does he take the kids to sporting events? Are you kidding me? Does he go out and watch their little league games? That's where he met the babysitter. Does he share with you stuff that's going on? He shared the video of him in the babysitter. And uh, is he handsome or is he... You know, what is it? He is not good looking. Start focusing on those things. It's hard to focus right now when he's always having the babysitter over for sex. And essentially fall in love with him all over again. And I recommend you reach out and touch him. Touch his face. He did ask us into the bedroom at the same time one time. That is that is that appropriate? But it's you you're praying, oh God. Keep me not to hate him for what he did when he was with that stripper in that hotel room 10 years ago, and I'll never forgive him kind of thing. Please help me. I said babysitter, not stripper, but I get it. So what are you focusing on? You're focusing on the thing that makes you mad. I'm focusing on his penis inside of the babysitter, quite frankly. Stop that. Start focusing on the good stuff. Give him honor instead of trying to worry about it. But recognize... Also, like it or not, males have a tendency to uh, uh, wander a little bit. That's very progressive thinking, Uncle Jerry. Thank you. What you want to do is to make a home so wonderful that he doesn't want to wander. But think of the temptations that are out there. The, the, the Internet is filled with pornography. Yeah, there's lots of porn in the house. The uh, magazines are filled with pictures, salacious pictures of women. Tons of magazines. You, you look anywhere you turn around, there's some solicitation to the senses to entice a man. Anywhere I turn around, he's with the babysitter. And so what you have to do is say, my husband was captured. Captured by who? The 18-year-old babysitter? And uh, I, I want to get him free. But reach out and think of the good stuff. Wisdom you just can't find in a textbook. We'll be back after this commercial break. On this episode of The Commercial Break. There is some part of the teenage culture, the young culture, or maybe the Mormon culture in general, that believes that it's only sex if there is friction. It's not sex if there's not friction. So if you're not sliding in and out, then you're not doing anything wrong, right? You're still okay in God's eyes. You're keeping your virginity. You're just soaking yourself. <laughs> 
oh, the wrinkles and the gray hair and the. I'm old and fat. I'm old and fat, and my dick don't work. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna start like a boner cult. (laughs) I'm gonna be like, summon your boner, summon it. (laughs) Send me a picture of your boner right now. Everybody, send me a picture of your boner. Uh, Boner Boner Boys Unite! (laughs) (laughs) And then came guys like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jazzercise. Oh, yeah, the videos, Jane Fonda. Mickey Mousercise. Oh, Jane Jane Fonda, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mickey (laughs) Mousercise. There's another cease and desist. Disney. From Walt Disney Corporation. <laughs> Walt Disney Corporation kindly asks you to appear in court and go fuck yourself for using our name in your horribly unfunny comedy podcast. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Junk! It's another episode of The Commercial Break! Yeah. Thank you for joining us. My name is Brian Green. Her name is Christy Hoadley. And <laughs> Happy, Happy New Year. Junk, <laughs> uh, it's another episode of the commercial break. My name is Brian Green. This is Christy Hoadley and Happy, Happy Holidays. Holidays. Best to you, Christy. Best to you, Brian. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Thanks for joining us on yet another episode of The Commercial Break. A great episode lined up for you today, so uh, thanks for tuning in. And uh, as soon as Chrissy remembers what the show is all about, we'll get right on track and bring you a funny episode. Maybe you should just take a break and come back in a couple hours. <laughs> One of us inevitably does that every time. We did it, yeah. I know. We, we said Happy so New long. Year for so long. And we'll get back to it after the New Year. Yeah. But And then I'll be saying still Happy Holidays. Here's the running joke, in case you don't know, in case you're just tuning in, or you've tuned in over the last couple of weeks, and you're like, why do these guys, say happy, guys and girls say Happy Holidays every time that they open up the microphones? It's not because we're trying to record an episode for the holidays. We'll, we'll, <laughs> right. we'll get around to that. <laughs> what we're actually doing is I told Chrissy, like, the second week in January, I'm like, what I hate about the New Year is that everyone says Happy New Year for, like, two months. They're like, oh, Happy New Year. Good to talk to you. <laughs> you know, the person you haven't talked to since the right. New Year inevitably says Happy New Year. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder how long someone can get away with that, saying Happy New Year. And so we, we tested it. We tested it. And we got till about <laughs> September. And then I got so sick of hearing Happy New Year that I said, I think the holidays are right around the corner. Let's, let's say let's Happy Holidays. That's right. So fear not. We're not uh, we're not recording this a year ago. We're actually, we're actually pretty close to the time when you're going to hear this. Big Will the Champ, our good friend here at the commercial break. Yeah, great friend of the show. You've heard him on the show. He's a, a great guy. He's a competitive eater. He's a big boy. He does a lot of things. He's like... he. Competitive eater, he sings, he's a right. R and B artist. Like the guy is multifaceted, multi-talented. True Renaissance man, if you ask me. <laughs> it's a true Renaissance man. And he loves the commercial loves him some commercial break. And so him and I are in communication here and there. And he texted me over the weekend. He texted me a video, short video, that he of him watching his computer and what was on was Tom Segura's podcast, which is very, very popular. Mm-hmm. And I think he does the I think he's one of the members of the two bears. Is that Tom Segura and the other guy? They they call it Two Bears and a, I don't know. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, yeah. it's an extraordinarily popular comedy podcast, much more popular than ours is. But what was interesting what? was that he had a guest on. And when he said goodbye to the guest, he said, okay, it was a doctor. He said, okay, doctor, thank you very much. Best to you. That's what he said, right? It's catching on. So then I went back and I listened to a couple of additional episodes. And now he doesn't, they don't say it every episode. It's not their, it's not their catchphrase, right? Like it is ours, right? Mm -hmm. That our claim to fame is best to you. (laughs) But Chrissy and I have started to notice that there are people, maybe it's because we say it all the time that we notice that people have said it. it. But until I made a joke about it uh, way back when, maybe a year ago at this point, until I made a joke about it. I'd never really even heard anybody ever say best to you, right? Right. And so I made a joke about it, and it's just stuck. And it's so interchangeable, too. It is. You can say it in any circumstances. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, your dog dies. Like, well, oh, best to you. you. I'm sorry yeah. to hear that. Best to you. Yes. <laughs> or, you know, you're having sex, and you're like, best to you. <laughs> That's right. Whatever. What You know, or she's leaving out the door, and you're, you're like, best, best to you. you. <laughs> Whatever the circumstance, best to you is right there for you. So mm-hmm. feel free to use it. 
it, but I've noticed it's kind of spreading around or I've noticed more people are using it. And so this really has me wondering, is it possible? Now, I'm, I'm not e- as egotistical to think that Tom Segura has ever listened to the commercial break <laughs> or would have any reason to, but is it possible that someone in his circle has listened to the commercial break and has picked I up on the phrase? I think anything is possible, Brian. Right. So I'm going to tell you a little story now, a little commercial break folklore. <laughs> and I think I've told this story before, and excuse me if you've heard it before, but I'll tell it for the benefit of new listeners. About five months ago, Chris, uh, Astrid and I were in the car and we were listening to Howard Stern. And I used to listen. I used to be a religious Stern listener. I don't get a chance much anymore, but he was doing an episode on preachers. Okay. Oh, yeah, now this is right. a topic that a lot of people cover because they're just so hilarious. They're so fucking crazy yeah. and such scam artists that a lot of people do comedy bits about preachers that, you know, the televangelists, there's nothing new about that. But he is doing one on uh, what's his name? The guy that we always do it the on the same one. The same one. I can now. I can't remember his name. Um, <laughs> shit, you know who it is? The guy who flies the plane. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'll think of his name in a second. But we the in episode number four, our show named Shamalama Ding Dong. Mm-hmm. We made fun of a particular preach Copeland. Yeah, Kenny Copeland. Kenny Copeland. Kenneth that's Copeland. Right. He was talking about blowing the coronavirus away and how he had outrun a tornado in his jet by simply (laughs) telling Jesus, you know, he was talking about all this crazy shit. And he has a hype man, like a lot of preachers do, behind him talking in tongue and saying all kind of weird shit. Like, (laughs) hallelujah, you know, craggity, maggity, boogity, boggity, you know, whatever he's saying. Right. And so I made fun of the guy in the background. And I was like, shamalamadingdong, shamalamadingdong, shamalamadingdong. I said it a number of times, right? Mm-hmm. It was a whole thing that we did and, uh, and, and still beloved by some of our early listeners as, as one of our best. But, I mean, I think it's a funny episode. But <laughs> so Howard is doing the exact same. He's reviewing the exact same material with the exact same preacher. And he is making fun of the guy behind him talking shit. Mm-hmm. And he says, shamalamadingdong. And then repeats it again a couple of, a couple of minutes later. Shamalama ding dong, right now. Shamalama ding dong is the name of a song. It's been around, you know. Uh, you are my boodaloo, my shamadamad. You're my ding dong, or whatever, right? It's an old song that was in the the movie um, uh, Animal House. Okay, okay yeah. So Shamalama ding dong. I don't know if it's the name of the song or if it's just a lyric of the song, but it's in the lexicon and it's out there in the world. And I guess it's I guess you could make that you could jump to the conclusion that other people would make this comedy connection. Mm-hmm. But I, Astrid and I looked at each other and Astrid was like, do you think? And I'm like, no way. Like, no way. Po- Howard hates podcasts. He's already mentioned it multiple times in the show. There's no reason that Howard to be listening to our show. None. But, but she said, but is there a writer or a producer that mm-hmm. is pitching him segments? Because, you know, he's got multiple writers, lots of writers, and they just pitch him segments and he just decides what he's going to do. I imagine that's how it goes. I don't know. I'm not there. But I have to imagine (laughs) it's similar like Saturday Night Live. They get together at the beginning of the week and they pitch their segments. Yeah. Is it possible that one of those guys or girls Mm -hmm. heard an episode and decided, well, Howard could do that, right? Yes. And mentioned Shamalama Ding Dong in like a pitch meeting or something, right? Mm-hmm. Just kind of said it out loud. Is it possible? I could drive myself fucking bananas thinking about <laughs> this, right? And I don't claim that anyone is stealing anything. I don't know that. And I'm not saying that that's the case because I know neither of these guys would do that. They're, that's not their style. They're originators. They're not copycats. Yes. But it's like music, you know, too. Like you've, anytime you've heard something, then it can kind of weave its way it into weaves your, its way into your world, yep. into your head. You know, mm-hmm. you have friends that are saying stuff, you know, it's just kind of all yeah. just kind of mangles together. You're right about that. And there's only really four chords in rock and roll and everybody's played them all which ways right. they can anyway. So you're not really being original about anything. And maybe that's just the case. Maybe there's nothing really original about comedy. We're all just kind of making fun of the same shit. Uh, and, <laughs> but you know, it's a good coincidence, but it's a good coincidence. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not angry if, if it is the truth, which is not. Yeah, we'll go it, pitch Howard. Yeah, I'll go pitch Howard. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring happily, us on board, Howard. Howard, you can buy all 118 yes. or however many of my ideas, buy them all for just a little, just cut me off a little slice of that serious money. Yeah. And I'll be happy to just sit in your office all day long and think of brand new connections to make 
uh, in, in your comedy world. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, we're putting it out there. It's just, it, it just, but it, it does tickle me a little bit to hear that <laughs> and then go, oh, I, I wonder, you know, mm-hmm. I just wonder. It's like a boy can dream. There's Danny. a chance. Yeah. A boy can dream. Yeah. That's it. That's yes. a boy can dream. <laughs> I know it's not true, but a boy can dream. <laughs> Hey guys, I wanted to let you know that this episode is sponsored in part by Texas Lone Star Tamales. It's finally that time of the year again, the holiday season. The air is going to be rich with the smell of delicious foods. And Texas Lone Star Tamales wants you to bring home the authentic gourmet taste of Mexican cuisine. Their homemade tamale recipe combines the perfect balance of masa, finely shredded meats, peppers, and spices, all rolled in a natural corn husk. These flavors will have you wanting more of these tamales every holiday season, so start a new tradition using Texas Lone Star Tamales. They know that the holiday time is a busy time, and you'll be flying around and going from here to there trying to get your gifts ready and be ready for the friends and the family that are coming over. So thankfully, you can ease your stress by using Texas Lone Star Tamales to take care of the food. Their fast delivery will have your tamales at the front door before you know it. And they want you to spend most of your time with your friends and your family, not worrying about cooking for everyone. So their tamales follow a simple two-step procedure to go from the freezer to your table. As a holiday gift from their family to yours, you can use the code TCB at checkout to receive a free dozen gourmet tamales with your next order. That's crazy. 12 free tamales. If you're single, you're eating for like two and a half weeks using the code TCB. So make your experience authentic. Shop now at TexasLoneStarTamales.com. That's TexasLoneStarTamales.com. Tell them TCB sent you. Use the code TCB for a free dozen tamales. That's insane. Thanks, Texas Lone Star Tamales, for being a sponsor of the commercial break. This episode is sponsored in part by Claritin. Do you hear that? Do you hear that absolutely irritating voice that I have right now and all the sinus congestion? Twice a year, we call that the Atlanta flu. That's because those of us who suffer from seasonal allergies can really find it quite miserable during the spring and during the fall. The nasal congestion that can cause pounding headaches, the irritating throat drainage, the coughing. Sometimes I can't taste my food and it can really make some of my days unbearable. Luckily, for those of us who do live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Claritin D, quite frankly, changed the allergy game for me. I've been taking it for a number of years, and it's got fast symptom relief that starts working on my allergies and nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. The double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. All of those symptoms are familiar to any seasonal allergy sufferer, and I just love this product. It's actually kind of serendipitous that I am suffering from allergies today. Just took my Claritin D, and I quite frankly look forward to the relief, and so I don't sound like a duck. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at your pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Please use as directed, and we want to thank Claritin for being a sponsor of the commercial break and a reliever of Brian's allergies. Symptoms. Thanks, Clariton. Thanks, guys, for listening to another episode of The Commercial Break. I want to quickly let you know that tcbpodcast.com is where you go to find out more information about Chrissy and I. You can read all the show notes, watch all the video, and listen to all the audio from one location, tcbpodcast.com. If you'd like to get a hold of your very own collectible TCB sticker, Go to tcbpodcast.com and click on the button that says, I want my sticker. You can find out information about how you get the sticker and tell us where we can send it to. 661, the word best, the number two, Y-O, that's 661 best to yo, 661-237-8296 is where you can text us or leave us a voice message. If you leave us a voice message, make sure you include the phrase best to you to be included in a future episode. Also, please follow us on Instagram at the commercial break, youtube.com slash the commercial break to subscribe to our YouTube channel. And if you would be so kind, please and thank you. Use our sponsors, special codes and URLs whenever you get an opportunity. It gives you free stuff or discounts and it tells our sponsors we're doing our job. Also, like, rate, review and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And now back to the show. I was watching an interesting documentary uh, the other day, 
And I love documentaries. Yes. But this one was focused on uh, Mormons. Mm. I have Mormon friends. I've had Mormon friends throughout the years. Actually, one of my best friends, Amber, I don't know if you remember her. She was Mormon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I lived with her for years. She was a best friend, a roommate, a confidant, a mentor, a mentee, whatever. And we and I, I had so much love and respect for this uh, friend of mine. And she was Mormon. And so I got to lo- know a lot about Mormonism. Yeah. And the things that go on there. And, you know, okay, it's not everything's my cup of tea, but you know, not everything's my cup of tea with Catholics either. And I'm surrounded by them, right? It's, it's to me, re- organized religion isn't, isn't my thing necessarily. So, but mm-hmm. Mormons do have some practices that I think most people would consider a little bit strange. They have this underwear that they wear that protects them from, you know, protects their virginity or whatever it is. I'm not really Are sure. Are there special underwear? They wear magic. Yeah. They, people call it magic underwear. <laughs> e- even, even some of my Mormon friends have referred to it as magic underwear, right? It's like magic underwear. It, I don't even think they believe it. <laughs> like it protects them from something. I'm not sure, but it's a garment that they wear. I think, I think mainly the females or maybe the males wear it too, but mainly the females. And I've seen it. I've seen the magic underwear. It's not magic. It's just, just like a slip, right? Okay. It's like a like a silk shirt like and booty shorts, barrier. right? Essentially, yeah. It's, it's a little barrier, you know. <laughs> Make sure you don't get too far in the process. <laughs> Remember the underwear. That's right. <laughs> magic. I can just see like a penis hidden in magic underwear. <laughs> <laughs> like a, it gives you a little like a, like an electro shock, uh-huh. like that guy in Monsters uh, Inc. I got my dick. My dick got electrified by that fence. <laughs> what were you doing with your dick in the fence, dude? <laughs> Not Monsters yeah. Inc. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Sorry. No, we're going to Disney is going to send us a yeah. cease and desist immediately. No, it was Monster Hunters. The Monster Hunters. Yes. Mountain, mountain Monsters mountain, is what it yeah. was. And we reviewed an episode and they were like running around a farm doing something. <laughs> and the, all of a sudden the guy got electrocuted and he goes, it knocked, I got electrocuted so bad, knocked my dick in the dirt. <laughs> I was like, why'd you have your dick out? I don't understand what was going on there. So, uh... (laughs) That's what the magic underwear would be like. An electrocution fence. So the more... (laughs) It's just like... Ah! Oh, my God. Trying to help me, stupid! I know you are. I know you are. Um, Okay, so... So they so I was re, so I was watching this documentary, right? And the uh one of the women who was in this documentary, mm-hmm. this Instagram video on this documentary, did a video about something called soaking. Do you oh. know what soaking is? I, I don't. Okay, let me tell you what soaking is. <laughs> oh, Lord. Here we go. Are you ready for this? <laughs> this is a strange practice, but it, trust me, the okay. the Christians, the Catholics are no better, and I'll explain why in a second. <laughs> The there is some part of the teenage culture, the young culture, or maybe the Mormon culture in general that believes that it's only sex if there is friction. It's oh. not sex if there's not friction. Hmm. So if you're not sliding in and out, then you're not doing anything wrong, right? You're still okay in God's eyes. You're keeping your virginity. You're just soaking <laughs> yourself. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I can feel the soaking happen. Yeah, I, <laughs> Getting all worked up. So imagine this. Two Mormon youngsters running around having a good time, right? And they get back to the apartment, whatever, the, you know, uh, condo at the end of the night or the house at the end of the night. <laughs> and they got to penetrate the magic underwear. Bing, bing. Yep. They get past. They get past the underwear? They get past the underwear, (laughs) right? And then they say, but I'm just going to put it in you, but I'm not going anywhere with it. I'm just going to put it in you, and we're just going to sit sit. there holding each other tight. (laughs) Now, for a guy like me, that'd be good enough to get the job done. (laughs) I'd be done. I'd be ready to go, right? I'm serious. I'd be loaded and ready to go. I'd be like, ah, I'm good. (laughs) Who cares about the friction? I don't see what the excitement is for the woman, but I guess, you know, a little little intimate touch could be exciting there, right? Mm -hmm. I'm assuming. I don't know. I'm not a woman. (laughs) Tell me, Chrissy. (laughs) Would soaking be exciting (laughs) to you? I don't know if I would like the soaking. Yeah, but I, don't knock it till you try. Hey, listen, it's, it's not the emotion what, of the ocean; it's the lotion yeah. of the potion, or whatever that's. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Okay, so Mormon soaking, but there's an extra layer that goes that goes along with this. There's an extra level of soaking that now there that is going around Instagram and TikTok. Okay. Which is, you can soak. You can like plan to soak, right? Uh-huh. You can plan to do some soaking. Like, hey, you know, me and uh, 
bridges are going to go out later on. We're going to do some soaking. <laughs> yeah. uh, so since you're my roommate at our condo, yeah, at our condo <laughs> in Utah, I guess I'm yes. not sure. That's the snow lodge. Yeah, but me and Bre- me and Brenda are going to do some soaking later on. So Bill, as with my condo roommate, <laughs> I don't know. I got those oddly specific. <laughs> <laughs> in your condo uh as my uh, condo roommate i would like you to do me a favor since i can't do any of the action i can't like actually do any thrusting because you know that then in god's eyes we're in trouble right but what you can do is you can go ahead and jump up and down on the bed for me and then i'm not thrusting i'm not doing anything wrong i'm just oh, you gotta soaking. involve a third person you have to involve a third <laughs> or fourth or a fifth it depends on yeah. how crazy you want it to get so jump on the bed there is uh, I don't know if it's a urban legend, it's a myth, it's a folklore, but it seems to be true from my research. At least there are some people on the internet who have admitted that this Trying. goes on. That you can soak, but then you can have friends come in and shake the bed okay. for you, right? Make it a whole night. Look, look how fucking industrious <laughs> this this culture is. These kids today, yeah. I would have never thought that. No. I would have never thought that. Now, no. I've, I've done a lot of dry humping. I've done soaking not on, not like... <laughs> Not, purpose. That's like an addendum to sex, not, not as the actual event, uh-huh. but as something I did in the middle of sex uh-huh. to try and control myself. Like, just let me soak here for a minute. <laughs> if you let me soak here for a minute, I would appreciate it. Why am I laughing like a 13-year-old? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I've never heard about sex before. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I have... Laid romantically, soaking <laughs> in a woman, but I've never asked my friends to come join no. in the process, Mm-mm. and uh, I just find it so industrious of these kids. What was popular back in my day as Catholics? I'll tell you this: we're no better. They're no better. I mean, I'm I'm not I don't consider myself a practicing Catholic right now, but they're no better uh-huh. because they, the kids in my time period got it in their heads that vaginal sex was the only sex that mattered yeah like in god's eyes it was the only sex that mattered and Mm -hmm. it was the only according to us in you know our 15 year old brains, 16 year old brains it was the only sex that could actually get you pregnant it was the only sex Mm -hmm. that could actually give you stds Mm -hmm. so in god's eyes in the eyes of the church in the eyes of your parents in the eyes of everybody there was a Practice called every, everything but, <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended, <laughs> everything but, uh-huh. right? And everything but, you can imagine what that yes. meant. That meant everything yeah. but. You could have mm-hmm. anal sex, you could have oral sex, you could do whatever you want, just not the vaginal canal, right? As long as you st- stayed away from those things, along, that <laughs> one particular good? thing, you were good. <laughs> as long as you stayed away from the uh. daisy, you know, the rest of the flower bed was open for interpretation. That's <laughs> essentially how it went. So lest you think anybody out there, like everyone's, you know, getting all crazy on the Mormons about this soaking shit on the internet, some sections of the internet. The yeah. truth is people from people from home. all walks of life have this different version yes. of soaking, right? Yeah. I'd much rather soak in a vagina than an anus if you ask me. <laughs> it's just my personal preference, yeah. mainly because I don't know that you can soak in an anus, but I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the mechanics of it, but I just wanted to mention that there is this trend out there on the internet uh, talking soaking. about soaking, teaching the kids how to soak. <laughs> okay. I wish I had had this when I was a kid. I would have. I would have soaked away. <laughs> I would have been like a. I would have considered my to, myself like a hot tub master. Yeah. I just would have like a. <laughs> I just would have been like. I would have brought bath bombs to the party. Uh, yeah, pretend yes. I'm just making myself a bath. Yes. I just would have soaked Maybe it. you should bring back water beds. Oh, water beds. My I dad mean, had one. Yep. Yeah. Well, my, dad had had one. The, my dad had the kind we had to pull the hose through the house. Oh, yeah. We did, fill too. Up. Most ridiculous thing ever. And by the way, <laughs> the, the, we had, we, he had that water bed for like 30 years. I mean, for the longest time. Since we moved to Atlanta, yeah. till he moved, almost till he moved out of the house. He had this water bed, and it was the most uncomfortable thing. First of all, to lay in. Second of all, to get out of. Right. Third of all, out. Yeah, good luck having sex on it. Not that I ever had sex on it. 
<laughs> but I heard from other people <laughs> it was hard. that it was difficult to have sex on the waterbed. Yeah. And I have, been, I have had tried to have sex on the waterbeds before. And it's just like, it's absolutely obnoxious. You can't get any track. There's no traction. <laughs> right. It's like, everyone's just like, uh, maybe you should try and soak on a waterbed. That's uh, the thing that's to what do. I was because then you could use your hands yes. to just kind of create the, the that's good what for you. Well, I mean, if you can find a fucking waterbed. <laughs> right. They used to have them on like every, every corner. corner. Yeah. It'd be like waterbeds, 30% off. <laughs> Buy one, get one free waterbeds. <laughs> Water bunk beds, water water queen size beds, <laughs> yeah. water mattresses. Yeah, they were everywhere. They were everywhere in the 80s and 90s. Water beds were the thing. Everybody yes. had to have one. You could heat, you could cool them. Right. Like they had temperature sensors, you know, the whole nine yards. They were at that point considered uh, sophisticated. But really what they were <laughs> is they were just places for algae to collect. <laughs> right. And and, mecha- and mechanics to kill your already <laughs> struggling sex life. I mean, that's just the reality of yes. a waterbed, right? I remember my dad had to pour like solution into the waterbed. Yeah, he had to pour like chlor- chlorine and 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 mm-hmm. algae, like uh, you know this algae shit into the waterbed every couple of months. And then once a year, he'd empty it out. And then, you know, he'd spray hot water in it and empty yeah. it out again. And and it all that came out of it was just like green, oozy water. It was <laughs> fucking gross. It's disgusting. I guess that's why they went out. Yeah, style. they went out of style. Yeah. Well, I think everybody realized what the fuck were right. we thinking in the first place. <laughs> These things are uncomfortable. Like, okay, take away all the fact that, you know, it's just basically like a peach tree dish <laughs> under your ass at night. Yeah. Uh, the reality is, it makes a lot of noise and it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Try sleeping with somebody in a waterbed. It's hard bed. to make up a waterbed too. Oh yeah, you, you can't make it up. You just throw a cover over it. <laughs> just throw the like the actual cover over it. You can't even put sheets on a waterbed. <laughs> you just throw the cover over it, a couple pillows, and then <laughs> every time you get on it, every time someone goes to the bathroom. If I had a waterbed now, my wife would never sleep and I would never sleep. We have kids the motion, in the bed. Yeah. yeah. First of all, second of all, I get up to pee every thirty seconds. I know. It's like <laughs> I have been on cruises in the middle of a storm that I got a better night's sleep on than a waterbed. Because I dated a girl one time. She had a waterbed. Uh And I I hated it. I hated sleeping on that waterbed. I oftentimes would end up on the couch because I hated it so much. I just didn't like (laughs) I just didn't like sleeping on it. I wanted to. So thank God for waterbeds being gone. I wanted to mention, did you (laughs) did you catch on Netflix or HBO? HBO Go, HBO Max. Did you catch that documentary, The Way Down? I did. Oh my God, is yeah. that not fucking bananas? It's crazy. It okay. is crazy. I won't give away the kind of the surprise ending or surprise beginning and ending. I don't know. But this yeah. lady named Gwen Shamblin uh, became like a preacher of a Baptist church. Is that right? Uh, a sect of the Baptist church, like a very strict sect of the Baptist church. Yeah. It may have been like Church of Christ or something. No, Church of Christ is the Mormons, I think. Oh, they are? The Church of Christ Latter-day Saints, I think. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, I don't want to, yeah. I don't know which church, but it was a sect of Christianity, some sect of Christianity. Right. And so Gwen Shamblin was this lady who back in the 80s decided that she was going to start her own like ministry, mm-hmm. but the ministry was going to be based on, or it was going to focus on weight loss. So it was a weight loss. It was a diet fad for Christians. Mm-hmm. Basically, you just put your trust in Jesus that he would help you count the calories. Yeah. And then, you know, every time you wanted to go have an extra snack, you would just pray it away. Right. right. You'd pray away the, and it became incredibly successful. <laughs> yes. And by the way. Right outside Nashville. Yeah. Yeah, right outside Nashville. Mm-hmm. And by the way, there, there, the, there's a lot of precedent for this. There's a lot of Bible-based diets out there. This is not like she's not the only one that did this, but mm-hmm. she became very popular. Had a television show, had you know DVDs and VHSs, books, all this other stuff, and she get, she gained a very large following. In the process of doing that diet fad, she started preaching also. Mm-hmm. At some point, she decided she was going to start her own sect, her own parish of her own church. Mm -hmm. And this church was going to be based on some very incredibly strict Bible teachings, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Some real dumbass interpretation of the Bible, basically Gwen's interpretation of the Bible and what Gwen said went. And Mm -hmm. even though she taught women to be subservient to their man and she taught them they needed to be skinny and that being fat was a sin. And that if you had that extra donut, you were going to hell and she started this church that became popular outside of Nashville and it became a nightmare cult, yeah. a nightmare cult 
There were obviously yeah, abuse, of sexual children. abuse, of course, abuse of children. One child died yeah. from the abuse that he received at the hands of parents who were a part of the church and were encouraged to beat their children if they didn't mm-hmm. listen. Mm-hmm. Now, it'd be easy to go beat my child every time, <laughs> every time he didn't do something I asked him to do. But I don't do that. You want to know why? Because I know fucking better. Yeah, I'm a human being. I wouldn't want that done to me. No, I don't want it done to my son. That's just not a way you teach people how to do things. That's a way how you scare people into doing things. But eventually that fear is going to manifest itself in ways you don't expect. That's right. But this is what Gwen taught. Mm -hmm. And she would like religiously like check up on people. There was basically you couldn't do anything if you were in the parish, if you were part of the church. You couldn't do anything without Gwen's specific permission. That's right. Or one of her minions, right? Mm -hmm. Which included her, you know. Uh, her second husband and some other people go watch the documentary. I don't want to give it all away. Go watch the documentary. It is fascinating, but it made me start thinking. I was talking to Astrid. I'm like diets, dieting Mm -hmm. really is like a breeding ground for cult like behavior. It is because we all want to be skinny. We Mm -hmm. all want to have, we all want to be fit. We all want to be in shape. We all want to be here for the long run. So we will do almost anything in order to keep our bodies in some young state, right? Mm-hmm. Especially as we get older, we're desperately trying to claw back a few extra years right. and a few less pounds. And so this this dieting and, and the gym really are like a, just a cesspool for cult-like opportunities and for cult-like personalities. Mm-hmm. People, you look at people and you go, oh, that guy's fit. He seems to have it all together. He's organized, you know, he's the whole nine yards. That, I want to be like that guy. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm willing to listen to whatever he says about my diet and my health because he did it. And so since I'm a weakling who can't do it on my own, right. I'll just give up my will to this person. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm being serious. Like, yeah. And so these diet crazes sometimes uh-huh. become cults, just like Gwen's did. Yes, they do. I started reading about a girl here it, uh, now in 2021 real housewives of beverly hills remember we were talking about the real housewives yes. of Atlanta. real housewives of beverly hills had a lady on there one time and i can't remember her name not shannon something i'm not sure what her name is but okay. she started a diet club basically is what it is okay you pay thousands of dollars to get into the club level one level one is two weeks of intensive monitoring Basically trying to get you to break your eating habits, yeah. right? You have to take a picture of everything that you eat. Boot you have camp. to take a picture of your weight. You have to take a picture of your body. You have to take it and you have to send it to a WhatsApp group. And then all these, you know, quote unquote mentors then tell you what you're doing right and you're doing wrong, right? But it's all controlled by one woman at the top. Oh. And she's always in the in the middle of it. You have to tell these women everything, right? It's like Nixvium. It's like yeah, you have Nixvium. to send naked pictures of yourself so that you can so they can tell you how ugly you are yeah. so that you lose that weight because you're fearful of their social repercussions. Mm-hmm. This is still going on in 2021. And there oh, are people yeah. that are paying tens of thousands of dollars to be a part of this bullshit. Yep. It's crazy to me. Now, I, I don't think I have the type of personality who would get swindled easy by a cult, but people who, who end up joining cults are, are, can be rather intelligent human beings. Yeah. It's like a spiral. It just goes down. I mean, it would That's be right. as if you started something and we're good friends, best friends. And, all of a sudden, I'm like, well, you know, maybe this, some of the stuff that you're saying makes sense. Here you are, the commercial uh, break. Well, Brian's really got it all together. He started that commercial break. We seem to be doing well. Look at him. He's I'm a great guy. Him. I'm going to follow him wherever he goes. <laughs> He's talking about soaking, huh? Yeah, yeah uh-huh, okay. uh-huh. Yep, I'll yep. listen. Never going to get another job. <laughs> Never gonna, future employers are going to listen to this. But you know what? He yeah. seems to know what he's doing. <laughs> Let's go for it. <laughs> yes. I, I, this is how it happens, kids. Yeah, I, this is how it happens, right? You're watching it in real time. If I say this to say... Uh, there are lots of people out there that are, that are doing this. They are giving this this kind of recommendation. I personally think, like, um, what do they call it? Uh, CrossFit. Mm-hmm. CrossFit's a little nutty too. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've all had those friends in CrossFit where you're oh, like, yeah. "What? What? What are you doing?" Like, all of a sudden now, all you can do is spend time with your CrossFit with trainer and your CrossFit friends. Yeah. And then you have to go on Saturdays and Sundays and Monday nights and Tuesday afternoons. And every time you have a lunch break, you have to go to CrossFit. It's like I'm not saying CrossFit is a cult. I'm saying that. 
It, it could be. <laughs> I'm saying it could be if the wrong person gets a hold of you, right? Yes, I'm yeah. sure there are lots of people that do CrossFit or that teach CrossFit or that, you know, I know they're all independently owned mm-hmm. that are perfectly lovely human beings that have no intentions of being, you know, yes. Jesus-like figures. They just want to teach people how to get fit. But I'm saying that in those moments of, of weakness, in those moments where you're doubting your own abilities, or, and, and that's why church with the magic man in the sky right. is so difficult for me to comprehend. It's because, you know, you're doubting your own abilities to be a good person. So let's listen to that person because they seem to have it all together. And pretty soon, all of a sudden, you know, you're sending pictures <laughs> of your fat ass to a 300 person WhatsApp group yeah. and having them criticize your cellulite. Yes. It's crazy. It's crazy. I know it's to also me. a breeding ground for all those supplements, those magic pills. Oh yeah, don't if even get me started on the God. supplements. That's why you will never see a supplement sponsor on the commercial break if we have anything to say about it. Because <laughs> yeah. I say that if Spotify was to buy us, you can play whatever you want. I don't give a shit at that point. Yeah, I'm just in it for the money. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, you'll never see a supplement sponsor on our show because I'm not going to be responsible for somebody's death. And I don't know what those things are doing to your body. And, right. You know, you got to talk to your doctor about that. Don't don't listen to me. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but Squatty Potty. Now, there's a product you should use. Listen to me on that. One. Absolutely. Don't listen to me about don't listen to me about life or spirit or <laughs> diet. But listen to me about your shitting habits. SquattyPotty.com. That's slash right. TCB. So I, you know, this is going on still in in 2021. This girl is still out there doing this, and this has been a big controversy amongst some of her friends and some of her followers. You know, because a real housewife star, a real housewife star, is who you're choosing to listen to yep. for all of your nutritional needs. And the truth is, she's nothing but a real housewife star. She's not some <laughs> like nutritionist. She's not a dietitian. She is simply a lady who. And you know, the thing is, everybody's bodies are different and respond differently to different things. And you have a different metabolism and this, that, and the other. There's so many factors that go into, you know, oh, look at that person. What do they do? I'll do the same thing. That's right. Yeah. And so, you know, I understand dieting's hard. I get it. And especially as you get older, it's really hard. And especially as you get older, you like feel worse about yourself. You're like, oh, the wrinkles and the gray hair and the. I'm old and di- fat. I'm old and fat and my dick don't work. <laughs> I'm going to start like a boner cult. I'm going to be like, summon your boner. Summon it. Send me a picture of your boner right now. Everybody send me a picture of your boner. Boner Boner boys unite. If you want a longer, stronger, thicker heart on, come to Brian's Boner Boy Boot Camp. I mean, you know who you have to get involved first. Uh, Be the, get the on the ground floor, if you will. Yeah, you got to get on the ground floor. Yep, Frankie B. Frankie B. I that's mean, right. I thought perfect you, for it. Oh, you're gonna say <laughs> the guy from CNN, Jeffrey. What's his name? Tubin. <laughs> Get those veiny cocks out, boys. We're marching over to the CrossFit and we're going to pump iron with our boners raging. Free the boner. I like it. I like it. It's It's unique. People will be like, wow, that's aggressive. Just like BonerCon 2021. (laughs) Come with your hi hat hard. Don't worry about it. Fly that freak flag. Literally. Pitch a tent here at BonerCon 2021. Our all male Boner Camp 20. Our boner Camp. Boner Boot Camp. We're going to teach how your boner how to get back in fighting shape. shape. I couldn't get it up for like 30 years. And then I went to Brian's Boner Boot Camp. And now I'm longer and stronger than ever. I can see it. I can see it too. I can see like a bunch of guys walking around with sweatpants on and just like hard on. If it moves to the right, if it moves to the left, if it curves down or up, it doesn't matter. Brian's Boner Boot Camp is going to get you strong again, fit again, and hard again. Brian's Boner Boot Camp coming to a city near you. That's right. (laughs) These diet fads have been around for a long time. That's the truth about it. It's like Mm -hmm. there's nothing new under the sun, right? Like the 80s was crazy for diet fads. Yes. I actually took some clips of some stuff in the 80s. You want to hear some clips of some 
some of the it, it, it's diet fads and, and the the craze around fitness. Yeah. Really came to prominence in the 80s. Yeah, it really because took I, hold. Yeah, who was that one guy, the juice man or whatever his name was? Remember that like one old guy who used to like, he was selling the juicers way back in the 80s. He was like 104 years old and he'd do like 3,000 3, push-ups yeah, in a day. Yeah, what is that guy? Jack LaLanne? Yeah. Jack LaLanne. Jack yes. LaLanne, yeah. Jack LaLanne's juice machine. That's right. Mm-hmm. Jack LaLanne was one of the first like hype men for fitness, for health, for your a holistic look at your body. And Jack LaLanne was telling us way back in the early 80s, late 70s, for some of you that were alive back then, I was 26, um, in the late 70s, that he was saying that you really have to look at your body holistically, mm-hmm. right? And there were a lot of people that really took to this fitness craze a hundred percent like and in the 80s everyone was doing cocaine everyone you know a lot of money flowing around and people wanted to be fit and trim yeah no longer was the rotund cherub look in style now you had to be fit and skinny the models started getting rail thin it was just like a it was a whole thing the 80s changed the way that we look at fitness yeah. altogether the 70s and the 80s jack lane was at the forefront of that and then came guys like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jazzercise. And oh, yeah. The videos, Jane Ma- Fonda. Mickey Mousercise. Oh, Jane, right. Jane Fonda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mickey Mousercise. <laughs> There's another cease and desist <laughs> from Walt Disney Corporation. <laughs> Walt Disney Corporation kindly asks you to appear in court and go fuck yourself for using our name in your horribly unfunny comedy podcast. <laughs> so I took a couple of clips and what do you want to hear for? You want to hear Arnold? Here's okay. Yeah. This is Arnold. This is from a very famous movie called uh, Pumping Iron. Oh, right, right. I watched that documentary. Oh, yeah. He is Arnold is like off the chain here. He's like he has no governor on his mouth. This is long before he came to prominence in in the culture of in the lexicon of American culture. Yeah. This is really him just off the boat trying to make his way uh, as an actor and as the world's strongest man. The greatest feeling you can get in a gym or the most satisfying feeling you can get in a gym is the pump. <laughs> I love that creepy music in the background. <laughs> the, pump. the pump. Brian's Boner Boot Camp. <laughs> you can have a pump there. The best feeling is the pump. <laughs> if you can't get it up, we'll pump it up. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, penis pumps are cool. I've never mm-hmm. used one, but I've seen them. Yeah. Yeah. They're like this round. <laughs> and then you stick it on your dick and then it just like sucks it up like a balloon. <laughs> Brings the blood. Yeah. I wish we could do that live on air, but I'm pretty sure the YouTube algorithm will not reward yeah. me for the penis pump live on air. No, Probably right. not going to reward me for the word penis pump. Let's say you drain your biceps. Blood is rushing into your muscles and that's what we call the pump. Your muscles get a really tight feeling, like your skin is going to explode any minute. You know, it's really tight. It's like somebody blowing air into it. There's not music. Explode. I can see the your guy. Your muscle explode. Yeah. It's like your muscles are about to explode. Literally, blood is going to come out of your bro eyeballs. It's such a great feeling. Right before you explode, it's heaven. And the guy, I can hear the music guy, like when they're producing the show and they're doing the music. I can see the guy all high on cocaine. It's like a balloon getting up, getting higher and higher. Into your muscle, it just blows up and it feels different. It feels fantastic. Jesus. <laughs> I know it's only symbols. <laughs> Accents. Accents. You can see my band director right now. Shut up, clarinets. Accents, drums. Accents. <laughs> symbols. <laughs> Give me more creepy organ. More creepy organ. Shut up, saxophone. Sit down. It's as satisfying to me as uh, coming is. You know, as uh, having sex with a woman and coming. Coming here, I'm coming there, I'm coming on you, I'm coming on me. I don't Arnold. Even know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a shower of jizz everywhere. <laughs> oh, I've really gotten into working out lately and it doesn't feel like that for me. <laughs> it doesn't? No? I'd pretty much feel like this is an orgasm factory. The second I start lifting weights, I'm like Russian blood, yeah, and muscles. My, just literally, it's like someone pressed my prostate. I just yeah. start uncontrollably spewing cum. 
I hate working out. It's the furthest thing from an orgasm. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, I know. I hope it's a good podcast on today. So can you believe how much I am in heaven? I'm like uh, getting the feeling of coming in the gym. I'm getting the feeling of coming at home. I'm getting the feeling of coming backstage when I pump up, when I pose out in front of 5,000 people. I get the same feeling. So I'm coming day and night. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I am literally a factory of semen. <laughs> I'm coming on stage. I'm coming backstage. behind stage, backstage, <laughs> in the back of the taxi. Oh! <laughs> Where to, sir? Hold on one moment. Ah! <laughs> okay, I'm good now. Oh! <laughs> I'm literally coming back here. <laughs> Every time you take a right hand turn, I come all over your back seat. It's so weird. It's such a weird yeah, analogy. It is. I mean, it's terrific, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm in heaven. Oh, good you, well, good Arnold. for you, Arnold, I, I have to say. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess that manifested itself in other ways since he had the child out of marriage. Yeah, you know, Arnold, uh, yeah. <laughs> he was just coming so much. That's it just thing. happened. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't that he he intended to get anybody pregnant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he was coming at home. He, he was coming some, at the gym. Pumped some iron. He pumped some iron and that maid walked in the room at the right time. Yeah. <laughs> she got pregnant. <laughs> oh, no, I've come all over you. <laughs> Uh, jazzercise was the thing back yes. in the 80s. Jazzercise oh, yeah. was a big, big thing. I think they still have jazzercise, don't they? I think they do. Yeah, yeah. I think I've seen jazzercise clubs, actually. I've driven by them. Yep. Yeah. Jazzercise that'll keep you fit and smiling, sugar. Swing that arm. There you go. Smile, for heaven's sake. Yeah. You ready? Now find that beat. There it is. Oh, yeah. That's good. Ho. Now strap, release, contract, release, contract, release. There you go. Contract, release, contract, release. Coming, 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 coming. <laughs> ah! This is the female version of this. Yeah. Everything was so sexified in these like That's in these true. videos. But she had to remember this is the early days of these fitness videos. So they, I think that they needed yeah. something to entice the watcher to to watch this because no one really knew what was going on. They were like, wait, I'm gonna have a video at home where I'm just gonna start following you. But I think the men bought these. This is like some lady named Susie something. Uh -huh. She's you know she's an older lady. She's certainly in shape. She's very skinny, but uh, you know is, is she the. <laughs> is she the twilight of anybody's eye i'm not really sure i don't know the probably twinkle. yeah twinkle the twilight of somebody's eye excuse me she is the twilight of some people's <laughs> <Yes>. eyes <laughs> i got something in my eye uh, it's Susie from jazzercise <laughs> i got something in my eye no it's just me arnold i'm right behind you <laughs> sorry i'm coming everywhere smiling 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 down to the pelvis front back front back Push it, pull it, push it, pull it, yeah! There you go. Now your favorite thing, the hips, sugar. Come on and shake that cute little booty of yours. Whoa! I can yeah. imagine having sex with this lady. And front, and back, and front, and back, and now pelvis. You love this swinging, lifting, right and left. You broke my dick! And now it soak. It so bad. And now and soak. soak. Let's all rest for a moment. Let's all soak. We're not having sex, we're jazzercising. <laughs> We're doing Susie's tape. That's right. <laughs> and left and right and left and right and in and out and in and out. Now oh thrust. my God. Now I, thrust. thrust. Now thrust. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say that one time? Uh, you had like, um, what was it that we were talking about? I wish I could remember this and I'm not going to spend all, all the episode. What was it that you said something about the ejector or the um, remember we were talking about something? <laughs> Somebody said something on a clip and you were like, oh, that's an ejector or a projector, <laughs> like a thigh projector. And I was like, a thigh projector. <laughs> what is that? No, but I did talk about that movie with it was called Perfect, and it was with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and John Travolta. And they oh, were, that movie's crazy! That was, yeah, part of like a sting drug operation being run through the gym. Her camel toe is yeah, literally yeah. half of that movie. And, and, shorts. Yeah, and his balls are, are swinging yeah. everywhere. Are. Yeah, you want to watch a movie with a lot of ball swinging? <laughs> He's got the shortest shorts on, uh, and his testicles are hanging out half the half of the yeah, half got of the like movie. the thong aerobic, oh, yeah. Thing. And, and I mean, just camel toe, right? Her <laughs> nipples are all showing. I mean, it's just like a yeah. super sexified. It but they called the bad guys in the end yeah, from the what, gym because a drug ring out of the gym cell. Well, I mean, I guess a drug ring. I guess a gym is as good as any place to start a drug ring. 
Because start a drug ring, start it at the gym. People want to lose weight. Yeah. <laughs> Cocaine's going to be worth some money there, huh? Oh, God. Ow! If somebody did this in bed to me, and someone did, I think one person did one. I mean, they were like, the gobble. Oh my god, the gobbler! Uh, the I gobbler. called her the gobbler. Here we go. Feel that beat. We're gonna play a little bee ball now. You, me, and all of us jazzercisers together. Is that like a Here ripoff of the Harlem Globetrotters? Oh yeah, that's song. a ripoff of the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> it's like where it's almost, yes. but it's not. And let me tell you what you cannot see about this video, <laughs> but may be obvious to your ears, is that all the she she has only men that are behind her, uh-huh. like two, three, five men, whatever it is. Only men in this entire promotional video, only men behind her. And so obviously they're trying to sex up this whole video, right? They're trying to make it, make her seem sexy Mm -hmm. and the video seem sexy. I imagine so that, you know, men would buy it. That's my guess. Or that women would buy it thinking that they'd be more appealing to men. When this particular part of the video comes on, (laughs) black men show up. And it's the only part of the video where black men that I saw that were black men show up, right? But the innuendos are crazy. It's like, it's really Susie's Susie's predilections are clear here. Yeah. Once you go black, you (laughs) never go back. And Susie's all about it. Oh, yeah. I got to strut your stuff. That's good. You take it out and in. Uh All right. You take it out Out and and in in. and out and in. Is that 12 or 13 inches? (laughs) Out and in and holy shit. She is loving her, these guys behind her. She's just oh, like yeah. flirting with them the entire time. Yeah. I actually watched some of the actual video and this part of it, there's like five songs. They're all like horribly stereotypical, right? It's like the Harlem Globetrotters. Then there's like some bad rap song and some art, smooth art. <laughs> she brought out jazz. a rap? <laughs> oh, um, it's like a, it's, but it's not a rap. It's like a, like a, like a rappy type beat, right? In the back of her. <laughs> And she uses real music. Like she used, you know, you just heard what's, uh, what's his name? Chris, Chris Cross, Christopher Cross. Yep, Christopher. Yeah. She uses real oh, I music. I thought you were interjecting that into it. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I interjected Christopher Cross into Susie's dancer size video. No, but you know, I could I have, mean, but uh, that, that wasn't for me. Christopher no. Cross goes well with everything. Sounds great to me. And I do it again. That's nice. Come on, a little dribbling right here. Way down, you take it up and back. Aha, take it down. All right, all right. Oh, yeah. Oh, again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give it all to me, buddy. <laughs> Don't be scared back there. <laughs> Soak it up. Woo-hoo. Now, baby, do it. You gotta do it with us, yeah. It's fun. You're good. Feels good. Okay. Now's the time. You got to get up and boogie with this, honey. Yeah. You got to find that boogie body. Okay. That's good. Looks good. Feel the beat. Um chicka, um chicka, um chicka, um chicka, um chicka. Now take it to the right. The left. Bum, 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 This lady is a fucking banana. Cocaine was a hell of a drug. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. I just got to tell you that. Okay, let's listen to uh, one more. This is Susie again, I think. uh, Sexercising it up. This is a little something to cool you off, I think. I've got these two cute guys behind me, and you'll never guess what they want me to do. Hold it! (laughs) Hold it! (laughs) Stop for a moment of soaking. That's right. Hold it. I just see two dicks in her hand. Look out. They want to be seduced. Can you believe it? Whoa. Yeah. Hug him. Hug him. I'm bringing this to Brian's Boner Boot Camp. I can believe this is an exercise video. This is, this is porn, is what oh, this yeah, is. Yeah. Right. This is Susie living out her every fantasy yes. in a leotard in front of two super sexy hot men. Who, <laughs> oh, by the way, I mean, anyway, come I on, find your pelvis. I know you've got one, and it's okay to move it, for heaven's sake. <laughs> Thanks, Susie. Thanks, Susie. 
you got a dick now to use it. Come on, John. John's like, I actually prefer men, but okay, I got the job while I'm here. I might as well. <laughs> oh my God, though. No. Yes. Yeah, do it again. He likes to be real cool. They both like to be real cool. Do you? I hope so. Oh, look out! Look out! Look out! Hug it. Now from the top. Look out! Here it comes. From the top down to the bottom. Hug it. Hug it. Oh, oh, oh. Now, you can't tell me that that doesn't feel good, because I know it does. I like it. Just take your time. Take it easy. Wow. Now, here we go. Have you got a couple of cute guys around the house? Then grab them. Come on. And touch. And touch. And touch. And touch. Or a couple of cute girls. That's okay, too. <laughs> now, from the top, baby. Hip. A hip. Head arms out. Hip. A hip. First of all, the sound so- <laughs> the song sounds like Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> it sounds like, it might be like Louis Armstrong. It sounds like the Mr. Belvedere <laughs> opening. <laughs> First of all, second of all, what the fuck is going on in this video? Yeah. Third of all, I couldn't. I didn't even want to pause it because I'm just like, I'm just gonna let this roll because this is entertaining in and of itself. I'm surely gonna get a copyright claim on this yeah. one, but who fucking cares? I don't even know what song that is. It's, who is that? I don't know. It does kind of sound like Louis Armstrong, doesn't it? For sure. I mean, wow. Now, Unbelievable. You've got a pelvis now. Use it. Here's the point. I think. Here's the bottom line. Be, Use your pelvis. Get some, yeah, if your sex life is suffering, get some old 80s workout videos. <laughs> and come to Brian's Boner Boot Camp. Yes. Yeah. If you want to get that boner longer and stronger. Uh, wow. I don't know what we just heard, but yeah, it was I, awesome. I, I, Whatever. Susie yeah. was having fun. God, I find some gems on the internet, don't yes, I? Yes, okay. you do. Uh, and by the way, I took that, I took the these clips from... Chrissy and I tried to do this episode once before, like, I don't know, months and months ago. Yes. But this is just an example of sometimes things don't turn out so good the first time we do it, mm-hmm. and now we revisit it, and we're like, right. oh, okay, now we know what to do with it, right? Yes. Because the first time, I think we just were both like, well, that's what? weird. <laughs> what do we do with that? <laughs> but now we know how to do it. We throw in Brian's Boner Boot Camp, that's and it's all well, better. That's I right. mean, and, uh, and hey, get it on the ground floor now. Might You got to get it while the getting's good. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the point. What does he recruit? Ten more people. <laughs> Ten thousand dollars. I'm gonna send you some old leggings I got in my closet. Ten thousand dollars. I'm gonna send you. You mean some. magic leggings? Do you want? <laughs> do you like this TCB T-shirt? Yeah, magic leggings. <laughs> If you buy 10,000 TCB t-shirts now today and get 16 people to buy 10,000 TCB t-shirts, you're going to make a million dollars. Have a TCB t-shirt party. If you buy now, we'll throw in one of these collectible stickers because we only made seven. Oh, my gosh. Here's the point, kids. Be careful what you get yourself involved in. Someone starts trying to control the way that you think or act or they don't want you to see other people. They just want you to hang out with them. That's a high sign that something's going on, including in relationships. That's could true. mean that you know, could mean that somebody's uh, somebody trying to control you. So, <laughs> could mean if someone's trying to control you. It could mean that someone's trying to control you. <laughs> Wisdom from Brian. I'm glad you broke that down. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should have thought of that one a little bit better before I said it out loud. Yeah, but when you're trying to fill an hour worth of content, anyway. We want to thank Squatty Potty for being our sponsor in November. The good people at Squatty Potty are giving you 20% off any Squatty Potty product. So please go to squattypotty.com slash TCB. That's squattypotty.com slash TCB. Squatty Potty will change your shit in life. I swear to God it will. It does. I've I've owned one for eight years now. Eight yeah. years, eight, nine years. I don't know. However long it's been. It's been a long time. Two houses ago. Three houses ago. I mean like 10 years. Because I feel like you had it at your old, old place. Before I met Jeff, maybe. Yeah, because I had one and then you got one, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, so maybe 10 years. A decade. We've had Squatty Potties. And we love the people at Squatty Potty. They're such good people. They are. There's lots of information about why scientifically it makes sense to do that at squattypotty.com slash TCB. But here's here's just, just take it from me. This piece of plastic or whatever kind that you get will change 
your life. Mm-hmm. So you must go get a Squatty Potty. Give them away for Christmas presents I have before. People think it's a, it's a gag joke. And then it changes their life. Then yeah. they're like, oh my God, I, I can't do without my Squatty Potty. <laughs> it's a, so simple and it just makes you feel so much better. So go to SquattyPotty.com slash TCB, would you? And go, uh, tell them TCB sent you. <laughs> Remember the old radio commercials? <laughs> yes. Tell them TCB sent you. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I don't know why I say that. Uh, and you can go to TCBpodcast.com if you want to find out more about Chrissy and I. All the audio and video are right there from the website. So go ahead, go there, your one-stop shop for everything TCB at The Commercial Break on Instagram slash The Commercial Break on YouTube.com. Subscribe, like our videos, comment, rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform. You know all of the deals. It helps us out such it helps us out so much you don't understand. So we give this content love, lovingly and willingly to you every couple times a week for absolutely free. We just ask a small favor. Like, rate and review and use our sponsors whenever you're in the market for their products. Please and thank you. Okay. Well, there we go. <laughs> Another sacred cow thrust. slain. Yeah, thrust. Thrust. No, thrust. thrust. <laughs> Open your pelvis. Close it. Open, close it. Wait. <laughs> Wait, are we having a soaking party or is this 80s jazzercise? I'm not sure. It all sounds the same to me. <laughs> because if you were soaking, you'd have to tell somebody what to do, right? Yeah. Jump up a little to the left. Right. Little to the right. right. <laughs> harder, harder, faster, faster. Can you imagine how odd that situation would be? Uh, what about yeah. the poor woman in that situation? Yeah. Who's just got a dick hanging out inside of her <laughs> like okay what do i do now i moved my magic underwear to the left for this <laughs> oh you know how it goes one more sacred cow slain okay chrissy i don't know what else can we talk about today i think that's it All right. Brian. i love you i love you best to you best to you best to you out there in the podcast universe and until next time as we always say Bye. Bye. The commercial break. New episodes on Tuesdays and now Fridays. New YouTube clips drop daily at youtube.com slash the commercial break. Visit tcbpodcast.com for access to our entire media library. Follow us at the commercial break on Instagram. Each episode is written and produced by Brian Green, co-hosted by Chrissy Hoadley, with additional content provided by Tina Connell.